Thank you for tuning in and listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my review of the Black Armory. Now, we're still missing Niobe Labs, but I still thought it would be a good idea to give a more robust and sort of full review of the content now that we've got the last forge if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always tune in live i'm probably live right now twitch.tv slash say no to rage uh and you can follow me on twitter at say no to rage come in and watch me live right now if you're listening in these locations i'm usually live during the day when you're listening to this anyway 7 a.m eastern to 5 p.m eastern so hopefully you come in and say hi and join us for the question and answer uh, as always, we do follow with a question and answer session. If you're here live, you can submit those questions. I'm going to break this talk into three parts. Uh, first, I want to talk about the forges, now that we have all three. Then I want to talk about the raid. And lastly, I want to talk about the loot. So I've touched on all these things in other videos, but this will be a nice sort of succinct version to give you all my thoughts on the Black Armory as a whole. Uh, it's going to be good and bad. It will be a mix bag here. So first, let's just talk about the forges. I think they're fun. I, I like a grind that is like this where I can kind of just stay in in the trenches. You know, it, it like I said in other places, it delivers essentially what strikes deliver, right? It's uh, waves of ads, a couple mechanics, and then a boss fight. It's essentially what you get in a strike anyway, but it's a little bit more just, you know, accessible and, and I think better built for a grind. Uh, I do think we need a difficulty spectrum, though. So as fun as these are, I would like to see a difficulty spectrum. Maybe modifiers, maybe heroic activators. Like, if you do things in these rooms, uh, you could activate the, you know, something heroic. And then it would be harder. And when you do that, increase drop rates on the things that everybody's pursuing. Like, if you're trying to get the Monarch to drop or other things. You know, if there's curated versions of the guns that drop from the forge that could be a good thing too a lot of people and myself have said give us a 600 625 and a 650 difficulty and then obviously stagger the rewards and the drop rates accordingly so there's a motivation to ratchet up the difficulty i think it creates a good intentional grind though and i do think that is something that was needed um we do need though adjustments to the grind i think going back to ada as much as we had to isn't necessary uh, and then I've made other comments, which I'm going to touch on this in a little bit when I talk about the loot. But I've made comments about the actual items themselves being motivators. I'll touch on that later. I think the rhythm works, right? I think the rhythm works. You go, you do the thing, you fill the thing, you come to the forge, and then you grind. But I do think the rhythm of how often you can go for certain weapons may frustrate people with time. So again, they could make adjustments to make it more intentional. Like each week you get one item from each forge. So if you want the auto rifle and it's the week for the machine gun instead, you only have to wait a week for it to come back around. The nightfall rhythm has frustrated people because of the lack of certain, certain nightfalls making it into rotation as well as not seeing uh, certain ones rotate out. There are some nightfalls that, for whatever reason, get repeated a lot. Now, obviously, when it was Warden of Nothing that got repeated, I was actually happy, but that's kind of not how it should work. So maybe some rhythm could be adjusted there again so people could have quicker access for the grind. That could get changed in the future. We don't know. Maybe this rhythm is only set because each time this rhythm comes out, they're introducing a new forge. So we could see that adjust as we get into the fourth week instead of just the third week with being the third forge getting released. So that's my thoughts on the forges. Would love to see difficulty settings just because the bosses aren't that hard. What we're doing is not that hard. This is easily the best forge. This third one is the best. The boss fight is kind of a joke, though. 
Now, let's talk about the raid. Another big piece of this content, another big piece of the Black Armory is the raid. Uh, if you've watched my other content or seen me run it, you know I love this raid. If you're familiar with my content, you know that I love the Wrath of the Machine raid, and this is right in that lane of fun action and, and, and speed and combat, and I think it's a very, very well-done raid. I would have liked to see one more boss fight. I think it would have been cool just to add a big tanky boss at the end of the opener in the city. You summon him, and you get drops, and then you summon him. He comes out, and you have to do the same thing. Somebody's managing the map, somebody's going around and getting the balls, and then you'd have to throw them at him to take his shield down. I feel like that would have been a really, really easy add, just a boss with a shield that comes down from the balls. I mean, the ball mechanic's already in place. You just put a big tank dude, a big tanky dude, somebody takes a lot of damage and then you get another drop, that would have increased the drops, that would have increased the encounter count Um, again, I don't know what kind of time crunch they are, but the encounters, you know, I think it's about the same length as Wrath, is what I argued for in my other video, I think that the opener for Wrath is very simplistic, so I don't count it as its own encounter, I basically attach that to Vosik and when you attach that to Vosik and then make comparisons about the complexity of Axis Phase 1 and Axis Phase 2 I think I think Wrath and this get tied because the ending encounters are just so, so good in this I think that the last boss in Scourge of the Past is the best boss fight in all of Destiny Like I think it is the best boss fight they have ever designed the, the, the complexity, the layers of pain, the movement, the boss is not a prop, he moves around, he attacks, like what the team gets to do, what the team has to do. It is so well crafted, no boss in Destiny like this until now, and I really appreciate how it plays out. Now, as far as the loot, right, we gotta talk about loot from both the forges and uh, the raids, so that's our final little subject here. I think the loot is probably the most underwhelming portion of the Black Armory, which is going to be problematic if this becomes something in the future where you add new stuff, you add new loot pursuits, but the loot pursuits themselves seem, you know, seem not as alluring, especially considering this is for hobbyists, this is for endgame players. Endgame players tend to have all of the dope stuff, and if they have all of the dope stuff, it's very likely you're not going to woo their attention unless the gear has unique stuff. We've already had a debate, and I'm probably going to make a video about how I would love to see the exotic system completely overhauled. I believe the breakneck is basically an exotic, and I'm okay with that. Trench barrel on shotgun, on you know, on the on the threat level, and onslaught on the breakneck are essentially exotic perks in to a certain degree. They're on the level of the poison arrows on the monarch right the monarch is you know the the exotic bow you can get it doesn't feel exotic to me it doesn't the the poison arrows are cool they're not game changing you just feel weak if you take off your you know your exotic the only reason I'm really running a machine gun is just for the ammo capacity in the forge I don't feel all that strong whenever I put on the monarch so loot is where I believe this content struggles the most, which that needs to be a hot focus. If Bungie's going to trickle out content, that's fine. If you're going to drip feed encounters and things for us to chase, I am totally fine with that. And I think the community would be too if, if the weapons were more pinnacle. Why not have a version of every weapon, the sniper, the auto rifle, the hand cannon, the machine gun, every weapon you can get from the forge should have a pinnacle version with the perk on it, the likes of onslaught, the likes of threat level. I'm sorry, trench barrel. That is what needs to be done with every weapon archetype. And then what you could do is every time you add future weapons, that's just your goal. 
Look, man, we know what makes a good pulse rifle. What can we tack on that would be a different sort of pinnacle version than, like, where is Desperado? And I don't want to undercut the 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 claymore but that would have been a real easy win throw desperado on this sucker that we can get from here that have felt really nice it's a go figure archetype right same thing with the auto rifle the machine gun the sniper and and, and anything else you can get let's let's really lean into that i think that's more important to lean into than exotics personally right now you can get a decent roll on the hand cannon right we were all going for the drop mag rampage kill clip version that's not life-changing you know it would have been better probably to to go for one with dragonfly because then you'd have an arc dragonfly and avoid dragonfly Uh, and then if you want a solar dragonfly i guess you could use the ace of spades but this is where the future content needs the most investment I'm okay with you creating somewhat simplistic content that has a rhythm and has a grind and has a loot pursuit. I don't need the game to be mega complex every time I sit down. That's one of the appeals of Destiny. Run a strike over and over, run a raid over and over, it becomes familiar, it becomes mindless, it becomes addicting, but that only works if the carrot is 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 hanging out there making you really want to chase it, right? Remember when I used to say the carrot has to justify the journey? If people are going to log a bunch of rhythmic, regular hours with the annual pass content, you've got to put better stuff in the content than what we got this time around. We're so close. Some of the perks are so close. Some of the combinations are close. Aesthetically, the loot all looks amazing. I love the look of every single gun that they added. It looks phenomenal. That's Scout is so sexy but it's a scout number one number two there's nothing about it that's special that scout should feel like a miniature sniper put a pinnacle perk on it that makes box breathing behave in a certain way right every subsequent hit gets a damage buff oh you're gonna break pvp well nerf pvp separately so you can start giving us weapons worth chasing for frick's sake right I'll make another video about how I think Sunshot and the then the and the Graviton and other weapons like it should just be legendary versions in their archetype. They could drop with random rolls, and then the roll that we've known to be exotic is just the pinnacle version. I'm gonna make a, a video about that because I think it'd be a great discussion to have about the future of this weapon system. After like if I if I'm just gonna quickly fly over the loot, right? The raid and the forge loot pool being combined, thumbs down. Raid should have had its own loot pool. I, I give that a thumbs down, right? The Raid armor not having any special perks, thumbs down. Uh, the new perks they added, thumbs down. They're not that impressive, right? Thumbs up for the aesthetics, 10 out of 10. Thumbs up for some really solid weapon combos, perk combos you could go for. They, you know, you can get some great combos on the weapons to make them viable. Feeding Frenzy is now available on a pulse. That makes it people want to chase it, right? That gets a thumbs up. So it's a mixed bag when it comes to the loot. It really is. Exotics build... I think the the exotic situation really shows an underlying exotic problem. That a lot of the exotics are just gimmicks that don't add power. And there's a lot of ways they can attack that. I'll talk about that in another video. We're going to transition to question and answer. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you can always tune in live. Again, I'm probably live right now. Come hang out with us. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage or follow me on Twitter at say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching or listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.